by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. My name is Colleen McCoy-Sika, and I'm here with my friend and colleague, Jill Annabel. Hi, Jill. Hi. So I have to tell you something before we jump into this conversation. So I was at mass yesterday, and I was at a school mass, Mm -hmm. and at the end of mass before the final blessing, the priest said, before we go back to class for the day, can anyone tell me what I said in my homily? Now, do you remember, Mm -hmm. do you remember when we were having a conversation about when priests ask kids, what did I say in my homily? You remember this? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like my heart kind of went, (laughs) I was just so anxious to hear who was going to answer this question. So a young man, pretty close to the front, he raises his hand and he says, something very profound and amazing. And the priest paused and you could see like his mouth almost kind of dropped a little bit. And he paused and he said, wow, you just really caught me off guard because Mm -hmm. I didn't think that's what I said. Oh, I love that. And so he kind of, he paraphrased what the young man said. And he's like, wow, all -hmm. right. That's a great way to go back to class, you know, something to reflect on. And so so hold on, that student is never going to forget that moment. That student that they had that moment with their pastor, with their priest is big. I I really hope so because it it was transformative. And Mm -hmm. so as we're walking back to school, I said to Crystal, who's walking with me, I said, you know, Jill and I were just having a conversation about this. And I think I said we were debating. And I think what I've come to is that the problem is the question itself. It's not, what did I say in my homily? The question is, what did you hear in my homily? Yes. That's what did the you question. hear? What and did that's you hear? How this past, that's how this pastor had said it. He said, no, he said, hear? what did I say? What did I but say? The child asked or answered mm-hmm. what he heard. What he and heard. so it was a moment for the priest to think about, huh, that's not quite what I said, but wow, how amazing that that's what you heard. And, and so- amazing. Okay. And okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> with that amazing moment of preaching, that gift of that gift of our like maybe it is exactly what he said. Maybe it's verbatim, right? Sometimes in those yeah. moments as, yeah. as pastors are preaching, it's amazing what happens. The Holy Spirit working in everyone through the mass. This is why frequent mass in schools matter. Anyway, going again on high horse important. on that, but this and is, it, this is very exciting. And it's the mystery of the word. Like we were it also is. talking about like note taking during mass. Mm-hmm. And I've done that where I've written down exact quotes from the priest and mm-hmm. marinated on it. It's so powerful. So sometimes it's the message and sometimes it's the word itself. So it does kind of relate to <laughs> we're going to talk about prayer in the classroom today. So the idea for today's uh, teacher's lounge is from Sue Alpers at Our Lady of Perpetual Health Catholic School in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's the Diocese of Phoenix. And Sue has been a teacher for over 20 years and she's taught pretty much all levels, but she's everything. Pers- yeah. I was about to say 20 years. Okay. So she's taught everything. You kind of do everything, <laughs> but she, she was a first grade teacher and she was like a junior high homeroom teacher, but she's an interventionist. So when you're an interventionist, you do it all mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. What she's talking about though, is an idea from her homeroom class and it's about making prayer meaningful and relevant. So <laughs> really flows from the conversation we were just having. All right. 
she said that she wanted to be more intentional about making morning prayer meaningful for the students. And she wanted it to be time for them to share concerns out loud, to ask God for help. And for her, what she did was there was something happening in the Phoenix community where a police officer had been seriously wounded in the line of duty. This was someone who was connected to the community, to the school. And so as a class, they began to pray every day for his complete recovery. And so she would share updates with them. She would get updates through mm. social media mm -hmm. and she would share them with the class about this police officer's progress and the specific prayer requests that were coming from his wife. Wow. So yeah, very real. So it, the kids were very engaged and they wanted to hear updates and they would ask. Because it was tied to a current event in their community, it kind of made them more willing to open up and share their own intentions in a more, uh, uh -huh. yeah, just a more this open happens. way with this each happens. other. Because right. sometimes you keep things to yourself and you're like, you know, why, well, why would my classmates care about that little thing that's happening with me? Mm -hmm. But when you come together as community around an intention, they start to see the power in that. So mm -hmm. if teachers can also share their personal intentions and model that and give mm -hmm. updates, and mm -hmm. then um, students will open up. They naturally connect to one another. They naturally connect to their teacher and it's relevant and important, which is the secret to well, all engagement, right? So yesterday I was in a school for morning prayer, all school-wide morning prayer. And the teacher leading had, they said, okay, we're going to take our prayer intentions. We're going to start with one intention from eighth grade, one intention from seventh grade. They went all the way down to preschool. And this little guy said for my mom, because she finally got a job and she starts on Monday. And then the leader said, Oh, I know we've been praying about that so oh. much. You're so glad, but it's another example of like, this is our students connection from secular world to prayer life to it's, a, it's one big life for them, for us, for school communities. It's life-changing difference that we're praying together for real things happening, not just watching the news, not just hoping mom gets a job. Like we pray about this. This is real. And sometimes, so let me tell you what I worry about. I'm not a patient person. I was not a patient teacher. I wanted to stay <laughs> on schedule. I had an agenda. I want to get mm -hmm. through it. And sometimes I would stop those voices because I had things I had to get done. So, you know, you start sharing prayer intentions or something. And I, this is bad. This is me admitting, but you're like, oh my goodness, we don't have time for all these. Or like you have these moments, right? Is that bad? I'm admitting that. Yeah, no, I totally we have get to, that. We oh. have to let students, we have to model this for them. We have to take the time to do the real prayer. Sometimes we, uh, we're like, well, we'll just, we'll just say a quick Hail Mary. And we say it that way. Instead oh. of saying what prayer intentions do we have and not watch the clock, right? And just let the Holy Spirit take it over. Let kids have real conversations, real prayers modeled for them what that's like. Is it bad? I just admitted that. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Well, no, absolutely not. I mean, yesterday I was talking to a group of teachers yesterday and I told them, I said, okay, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with admitting that I was a complete control freak in the classroom. So oh, yeah. what I'm telling you <laughs> is don't do like I did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and in retrospect, no, I think about those things all the time of, oh, you know, and I think maybe that's why I do professional development for people is because I've made all the mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And we're willing to admit the mistakes, maybe Colleen. It's that well, exactly. Like yeah. do this, not that. Right. So right. going back to my example from yesterday and what you just said made me think about this. So, you know, when there's a school mass day, there's an abbreviated schedule. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So these teachers are crunched for time. And of course they have so much to get through because they're still trying to get through a day's worth of content in right. a <laughs> right. 25 minute or 30 minute period, whatever they had. And so right after mass, I went, I was in a classroom sitting in the back of a classroom and the teacher, the amount of time that he took, he said, okay, we all just got back from mass. And what he said was, did you all hear what the priest said at the end of mass? Did you hear him mm. ask that question? Does okay. anybody else want to answer that question? <gasps> oh, yes. yes. And so gave the students and I was like, he is taking time, precious time. And again, this is a teacher who he is a ball of energy in his classroom. Like his classroom is an experience. And like, I know he's got 80 minutes of stuff. He's going to try to smash into 30 minutes. And (laughs) he's like, let's talk about what just happened in mass. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just, oh, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. So you're right. I think one of the things that he said that really like it went to the heart of, you know, this is why we do what we do is he said, you know, we've got to stop and we got to think about the big picture about why we're here. And Mm -hmm. we are here. He's like, we do have to get ready for that test next week, but you know, we're really here to, you know, to nurture our souls and and we need to take a moment. We need to talk about this. So it was awesome. We forget that. We forget that. We keep our agendas. Oh no. Is this the bell? Oh my gosh. Well, that's the end of that. That's idea it. Okay. What a fantastic conversation. Until next time. <laughs> oh, it's the bell and, and it is time to go. So let's go back to class. There are always more ideas than time to celebrate them, but we are certainly going to try to do our best. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send us your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. Go to catholicteacherslounge.com to share. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you next time.